Welcome to the vault where you can find the code to unlock your success. In this space, I invite real, inspiring and successful experts. We have eye-opening conversations about the way to reach your highest potential in life and in business. We will cover the mastery of mindset, energy, emotions, transformation, sales, marketing, thriving in business without losing your authenticity and balance. Hi, I'm Sonia Martinovic and host of The Vault, an entrepreneur, mindset mastery and online business coach with an obsession on real transformation. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs and other influencers master the mindset and build a successful and impactful business. Do you want to break free from your limitations and express your truest self in business and in life? Is growth your game and success your aim? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the vault. Let's start cracking your code. Welcome this week. I'm so excited to have Julie Ciardi with me on the vault because she's going to bring some amazing value on so many levels. So Julie Ciardi is a former Fortune 500 marketing VP, and she turned into a multi-passionate entrepreneur. She's the podcast host of Ignite Her Mind, the podcast. Julie believes that there has never been a better time for women to create an additional income stream that is aligned to their passions and purpose on this planet. She also believes that it is the wild, wild west out there for these women. They're wasting so much time and money and not making money. It's because of friction. Uh, It's causing friction with their spouse, uh, affecting their confidence and robbing them of their dreams. With this in mind, Julie is dedicated to helping women create profitable side hustles that gives them joy, purpose, and profit with proven timeless business strategies in today's online world. Julie is the creator of Ignite University, a -a one-of-a-kind program to ignite purpose, passion, and profit with proven methodologies in business, as well as creating a mastermind space for like-minded women. And Julie is also the mom to two teenagers and a kindergartner and a wife to a police officer. So welcome, Julie. Thank you. It's so great to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Sonia. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited to have you on the vault because today we're going to talk about um, really branding and business, but also what it means to get rid of the guilt stuff when it comes to being a mom entrepreneur and um, how to make social media also really work for you, bring it authentically and uh, with a human connection, right? So can you first tell our audience a little bit more what made you decide to leave this amazing corporate job, which was making a lot of money and uh, get into coaching? Yeah, so it's a story I'm sure you're pretty familiar with. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is that, you know, I kind of I didn't know there was another option. To be honest with you, I was always an overachiever, high, you know, high achiever, and but also did what I thought I was supposed to do. Right? We kind of get this map or blueprint, if you will, for what life is supposed to look like, at least right now. And it was, you know, go to college and then get a job and then, you know, get your, you know, graduate degree. I got my graduate degree in business, my master's in business, and you land an excellent job at an excellent company and you climb the ladder and you're on the fast track and all the things. And so I fell into that, but it wasn't, I never felt totally aligned to it. So we talked about this uh, kind of before we hit record that I had to pull inside of me 
always as well. And it was always, well, when I'm older or maybe when my kids have grown and they're in college, maybe, maybe then I'll do my own thing because what happens as it happens to many people, right? They kind yeah. of fall into, well, now this is my lifestyle. Right. And so I, I very, I was a, a pretty young vice president. I had gone all the way up pretty quickly in the company and of course, your lifestyle kind of goes with that. I was the yeah. primary primary breadwinner, as they say. You know, my husband actually, we've, we've since retired him um, from being a police officer, which is so cool. Um, but at least here in the United States, they don't make a ton of money. And that was my, I was the primary breadwinner. And so yeah. my salary created our life, our lifestyle, the big home that we had, the vacations that we went on. But I wasn't happy. I really, yeah. oh and I, I felt very guilty about that um, because I, again, quote unquote, should, I should be happy. I should be so grateful <laughs> and thankful for the life that I have. And, and I was, but deep inside, I didn't have that inner joy. Mm. Um, I had joy from my children and joy from maybe the lifestyle that we were living and things like that. But I didn't in my core feel I was living my purpose and felt something big was missing. And that was the big catalyst to finally make the decision that uh, I, I don't know how much long, I, uh, how much time I have on this planet. Like I yeah. want to do something and now is the time. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. And I so resonate with that story. We talked a little bit about it. And especially when you say uh, waiting until your kids grow older. And <laughs> I recognize that I started my business in, in like when my children were my, when my daughter was very, very young and my son wasn't even born. So and that was like the craziest time to even start a business. Right. So <laughs> can you tell me a little bit more about um, how, how did you how did you start? What tips could you give on starting, especially when you look back right now? Oh, it's so funny because it's not a straight line. I think that we think that all of a sudden this most amazing idea is just going to fall out of the sky and we're going to go after it. And that's the success story. And then I went after that one you know, idea and that was it. And that very rarely happens. I think that it actually prevents people from even making a move because they think they have to know exactly what it looks like and how it's going to play out for them to make that that leap. And that's a big mistake. So I, I just kind of kept following the next opportunity that kind of came up or, you know, I got inspired to do. So for example, when I decided, okay, I'm done. Like I want to leave this corporate career. I want to do my own thing. And the universe kind of came up beside me, by the way, on that. I, I, even though it was in my, my belly, like that, I wanted to leave, I still was holding on to, well, someday. And the company I was with dramatically changed its workforce mm. structure at this, at this time, of course, right? Of course. Which yeah. was, <laughs> I was going to have a two and a half hour commute each way, five hours a day, five hours commuting away from my family, five days a week. And I was like, okay, universe, I got it. I'm supposed yeah. to leave. I, I got the signal. Yeah. So the moment that happened, I'm, I'll never forget. It. I was in a different house and I had sat down and I had my pen and paper and I was like, what can I do? Like, what could I do on my own? And of course I went down the logical path, right. Of like, well, I could be a marketing consultant. Cause I had just done marketing right for 18 years. So I'll be a marketing consultant or I could do this or I could do that. And just that process of starting to act like, it's almost like you've got to make the decision. Mm. 
it was when the decision was made yeah. that the ideas started to flow. I didn't, I hadn't opened that door in my mind yet, to be honest. So once I opened that door, it all started kind of coming out. And you know, what's funny, Sonia, my very first business that I started is nothing like what I'm doing right now. I actually right. opened, tell us about it. <laughs> I opened, I opened a brick and mortar boutique mm -hmm. in my town. You talk about wildly different, right? Retail. Yeah. Okay. Very different than what I was, what I was doing or what I'm doing now. But here's the thing. It was a step in the process that I needed to go through to get here. And I think that's the part again, that we miss. It's like, oh, no. and I gotta tell you, there was a lot of things that came up for me of like, that's a crazy idea. That's gonna be a lot of money. The profit margins aren't that great in, in, in retail. Like, what are you doing? But I, I kept, there was a, a deep desire that that's what I felt was next for me. Yeah. And it was awesome. And I, I built this brick and mortar business. It grew to, uh, six figures in four months. And wow. I was very proud of that. And I used a lot of online marketing strategies combined with the physical brick and mortar. I had curbside pickup because I, I really moms were my <laughs> ideal client. Yeah. I had curbside pickup in 2017. Okay. So wow. way before the pandemic and I was meeting my clients where they were, they had kids in car seats yeah. and wanted to shop online and then get their package at the door. And we did that. It was really cool. And it was funny because I was having fun with it. It was great. I had kind of resigned myself to money. Doesn't really matter. I'm going to make so much less money than I was making in corporate, but I'm going to be happy. Happy. Yeah. And, and that was true, right? <laughs> I was so happy, right? I was happy, but I, but what, but then the next breadcrumb got revealed. The next step got revealed. Yeah. And it was that every, like every day, almost someone asked me, how did you leave corporate? How did you leave corporate? How did you decide you were going to do your own thing? You started your own business. How did you do that? Yeah. I had people constantly asking me, I had existing business owners saying, how did you come out of nowhere and have all this success? Like it was basically the universe again, saying this was great. Well done. Yeah. You're not done here. You're now supposed to take your, your genius and your, 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 your talents. And you're supposed to actually go out and help others be able to follow their purpose, their passion, mm, and find, that inner, that. find that inner joy, you know, and that's exactly what I did. And I took that pivot. So, but it, guess what? I wouldn't have gotten here kind of to answer the, the, the your, your initial question. I wouldn't have gotten here if I didn't take those first steps mm. and they're wildly different than what I'm doing right now. And so just anyone that's listening, like you just have to like make the decision. You don't need to know all the answers, make the decision. Yeah. This is what I'm, I'm going to figure it out. Like I want to do something different or I want to make a pivot or whatever. Once you open that door, the creative solutions start flowing. And I guarantee whatever you start with probably won't be what you end with either. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I, I wouldn't even expect that I would do a podcast, to be honest. I really, and, and now this is like amazing. It came on my path and where I'm getting in contact with amazing people and I get to help a lot of people delivering value. So yeah, definitely things happen for you. And sometimes it doesn't seem that way, but things definitely happen for you. So tell me about how it happened that you went from 10K months and then straight for 14 months and then a hundred K month. That's like amazing. That's like 10 Xing your and it's kept growing and it's kept growing at that pace. We just passed the seven figure mark in 12. Well, actually no, it was seven figure mark in 14 months of 
like during the pandemic. And my awesome. target, and my, <laughs> and my awesome. ideal client is a mom. And think of all that moms were going through, especially with homeschooling and yeah. kids, all the stuff, right? So that happened during the pandemic. So I always say, you know, and I teach my clients this, there's never a good time and we can't just wait for things to be perfect. And we can't, you know, blame circumstances for things. Exactly. We got to take that control. And I was all in, I mean, I had made that decision that I was all in. I was never going back to corporate and my business was going to be successful. Like it was, it was a non-negotiable. It was happening. I didn't have all the answers, all of that. And I would say for a solid year, I had very inconsistent results. I would Hmm. launch this and I would have all this revenue come in and then it would be like nothing for a long time. And then I would launch something and it would flop. And then like, and it was like, I had, I'd have one-on-one clients that it was just all over the place and (laughs) all over the place. And when, and again, but not giving up. Yeah. That's it gotta be persistent and you keep going. You say, okay, well, that wasn't it. So right. You always want to leave. I actually just, I was just sharing this in my Facebook group this morning. I said, listen, when you don't take responsibility for the results that you're getting, you can't keep that door open to creative solution. What happens is the second you start blaming something else, like, oh, well, my business was going okay, but then the pandemic hit. So now it really flopped or I had to close that shop or da, 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 da. That's blaming circumstance. And if anyone in your industry is having success with that same circumstance, it's possible. (laughs) We've got to take full responsibility. And when we do, the creative door stays open. And so because I kept having responsibility for my results and focused on my end goal of what I really wanted, different ideas came up. And of course, you're open to things. And Mm. I got to tell you, I invest, I ended up investing with a business coach. And that's why I'm a huge fan of doing that where we, with working with her and me showing up, doing the work, taking full responsibility, like my business exploded. It went from like barely hitting 10 K months to we're at a million dollar run right now in our business. And it's phenomenal because it's, when I say that, I mean like a million dollar a year run rate. And it's just, it's like, game changing. And we did it in a very relatively short period of time. And the key to it all repetition, like once we figured out what worked, we didn't get sidetracked with other shiny objects. We focused, I hired, I, I, I really got great advice once and I will, I will always follow this. Be act from the place of being that person that already has the result that you want and make decisions from there. And it's funny, I didn't just hear that when I became an entrepreneur, when I was back in my, you know, um, corporate days. And I can remember I was a manager and I really wanted to get the executive ranks. I was a manager, wanted to get to the executive ranks. And I remember asking my, my boss, I'm like, look, like, how do you think I'll get there? Whatever. He goes, you start being that person right now. He -hmm. said, you show up as a director now right now in your role as a manager and you'll fast half pretty much anyone else, right? Everyone waits. Well, I will be that way when I get there, right? So that stuck with me. And then I continued to hear that over and over again from different coaches and mentors. And I really try to operate from that place. So I would say, okay, seven figure version of Julie or now eight figure version of Julie, like what decisions would she make? And at the seven, like seven figure mark of Julie, like she would be hiring. So I quickly started to hire 
the right people. Even when someone might say, oh, like you just started making, you know, that much money, I wouldn't hire yet. Right. Like, you know, that kind of thing. No, I had, a, I, had I would a, say as soon as possible. <laughs> and I wasn't here. Right. So it was this whole idea of, you know, really making decisions towards that growth. And we just, and, and then putting things on repeat. I can't reiterate that enough. I think that especially this day and age with the online space, um, we are flooded with ads. We are flooded with the next thing. And we always think, well, maybe that's going to be the thing that makes my business explode. Well, maybe that's going to be the strategy. Maybe this is going to be it. And it's such a distraction and you get no um, traction and growth that way. Cause you're always going in too many directions. And so exactly. I would say that was the other really big key is we just kept putting on repeat what was working. Yeah, that's amazing. And I, and I thought you just released an episode and I was listening to it today <laughs> and it was also about the shiny strategy oh, syndrome, right? Yes. And I so resonated with it because you said also don't create a to-do list, create a to-be list. And I stand behind that. I always said, always say, look at who you are becoming, right? But I can't imagine these moms, moms are so busy. Come on. I have two little ones. Moms are so busy. And I did it. You know, I took the step. I took the decision. I have worked to the, through the hard stuff and I'm, I'm showing up every single day. Right. So, but I can imagine for someone who didn't make that decision yet, what kind of advice could you give this similar mother who we were a couple of years ago and with that same voice and that same purpose to, to do as a first step. Yeah. So it's so interesting because I call it the, um, the quicksand of should when you are a mom, especially now more than ever, I, I can honestly say, I don't think there's ever been a time in the history of humanity that being a mom hasn't been as challenging as it is right now with, mm. with, because women have this nature, this tendency to compare anyway. It's just kind of in our being, we compare and compare and we doubt ourselves and all things. Think of like, if you did, there was no internet and no social media, maybe you would just be surrounded by that, by the people in your neighborhood or like your neighbor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now it's the world. You've got Pinterest, you've got social media. I mean, Instagram, it is all eyes on perfect mothering. Right. And it's like, oh, this one did that kind of birthday party. And oh my God, this one's dorm looks like this. Like I'm about to bring my daughter for the first time to college, my very first born child to college. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Oh, in two <laughs> days. And I was like, my eyes, I think are still puffy because I was crying last night <laughs> so hard. I'm going to miss her so, so much. But here's the funny thing. Mm. Everywhere there are pictures of the inside of the college dorm rooms of all the girls. So like Caroline's like, look at this picture and look at this picture. And it's like, oh my God, like I have to make sure she has this, or I have to make sure she has this and this pressure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's the first thing, right. You've got to be aware that you're wasting a ton of time and a ton of energy, right. And time and energy are going to be the two huge things that you need to create a life that you really want to have. Yeah. And if you are spending too much time, like I don't scroll social media. I do not listen to the news. I don't watch the news. I am. I guard my mind and yes. I guard my attention and my focus mm-hmm. on the things that are most important. So if something is pulling at you, you want to leave that day job. You, you are about to maybe have to go back into an office. 
And you don't want to do that because you just were home for 18 months and you don't want to have to do the commute now. You can start something. Okay. I was a vice president of marketing at a fortune 500, three children. And my husband was in a, like literally worked crazy hours as a police officer. If I can do it, if Sonia can do it, I promise you guys, you can do this, but it requires you to really take responsibility for guarding your mind, your attention, your focus, and really prioritizing what's important. The one other thing I will tell you, because I'm on the other side of it, and especially having uh, two teenagers as well, doing this was game-changing for them. My kids yeah. now believe anything's possible in terms of they don't believe they have to go and get a corporate job. They don't believe they have that that life has to look a certain way. They also are like, wow, mommy is so much happier. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Be an example for your kids. Do you want your child to be in a job or in a position or something that they're not happy? What would you tell them? Would you tell them, well, you know, you don't really have time. You don't have energy. You just got to just deal with it. Right. You would never say that. Don't say it to yourself. And you say something so important because, uh, you know, that, that there has been times that you've been struggling with guilt, mom guilt, because of working the hours of, because of building the business, for example, or maybe some people are learning how to create or build a business. And uh, I love that view and I've exactly the same. So of course I had the mom guilt and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm doing something else again, uh, instead of looking at my daughter's picture or something, but some, somebody asked her, what, what do you want to be when you grow up? She said, I want to be a millionaire and if possible, and if possible, a billionaire, (laughs) she's seven, she's seven, but the way that she thinks big right now, uh, I know that my moves into doing this and this decision has brought up and, and I let the mom guilt completely go. Because, you know, you're setting the example, you're creating not only a life for them right now, but you're creating a legacy and the way that they will step into their lives and the way that they will think about what's possible. So I love that you said it. So, you know, and just really quick on that, you know, where I would end up feeling the guilt is years from now, if they felt stuck because I showed them you stay stuck. Oh, yeah. You're not happy. Yeah. And here's the thing bring them in the loop. So I love that your daughter said that share what you're doing and why you're doing it. Do you know that when I left my corporate job to pursue my own business, we had to down, we down, we didn't have to, we chose to downsize our home so that I would have a little bit more flexibility and freedom from, we had a huge home with, that was a lot of the, the, the monthly <laughs> mortgage was ridiculous. Yeah. And I said, you know what? let's downsize while I do this. Now, my kids could have been like, oh, like, you know, you know, and upset or whatever. And I'm like, guys, this is where we're going. I always painted the picture of the, of the, where we're going. Yeah. And they bought it. And you know what? They know what's coming next. They know the next things we're working towards. We always said, look, we're doing this so that we can have financial freedom so that we can have impact. We can buy investment properties. Well, when we bought the first investment property, they're like, oh, you said we were going to do this. Okay, great. Now, when I said this was going to happen, right, they, they have this trust and they can see that, oh, mom works in her office because we're doing this. And she, and I tell them like things about my clients because I want them to be a part of it. I want them to be a part of it. And then that guilt yeah. isn't there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also like really 
what you said about the uh, investing and telling them what's coming up, right? is amazing. Also, for example, in the beginning when I had to make big investments into my business mentors and in my coaches, it was like, mm, how will I tell my spouse? This is a big chunk of money, right? So, um, and then when you tell what it is exactly that you are going to do, it, it really changes the deal. So if you have, if you do want to take that step and you do want to coach and you do want to have that results and you're having difficulties convincing people in your surroundings, this is an amazing tip too, because it really give them some leverage, give them, give them a, some, some kind of a bargain, right? Totally. <laughs> they can look forward to. Yeah. It's so simple, but tell me about, okay, the success is amazing. We know, but what is the biggest failure you had? If you believe in the world, world uh, word failure, and what did you learn from that experience? Well, I think be becoming an entrepreneur, you have to fail continuously. It's like a rocket going to the moon. It is failing forward. That is all we're doing. I mean, it, it, there is nothing, there, there can be no great success without failure. And mm -hmm. failure, I don't I mind the word, to me, failure means, well, something didn't go the way that you thought it was going to is all it means. We make it, we make it this big word and it's so silly, right? It's like something didn't go the way that you thought it was going to go. What exactly. do we tell our children when something doesn't go the way they thought it was going to go? And they start to have a temper tantrum, right? Like we yeah. like teach them <laughs> not to, right? Like we have to like, and then you have the adult versions of the temper tantrum. Oh, forget it. This, this doesn't work. Right? I cannot do this. It. I'm going to stop. I'm going to quit. Yeah, we blame. We blame ourselves. We blame other people. We blame the economy. Whatever it is, right? The thing here is that it's like you you have to go through the failure. Here's why. If anyone like is like, well, why do we have to? I don't believe that there are any overnight successes, right? There are overnight breakthroughs, a hundred percent. There are overnight yeah. breakthroughs, but there are no overnight successes. The, the whole point of having a big goal to have this big vision of what you want is getting there, but it's the growth, right? And how do we grow as people? We got to go through some tough stuff. How do we go through some tough stuff to get tougher, to get stronger, to have that growth? Let me tell you, you're going to try something and it's not going to go the way that you thought it was going to go. And I mean, I would say that every time you're first starting, it, it doesn't look how you want it to go. I, I ever looked back at probably my very first Facebook live, how five years ago or whatever, I would probably, I'd be like, Ooh, I'd probably totally cringe. I know. Right? <laughs> or if I listened to my very first podcast, I mean, we are now, I think on episode 260 of our podcast. Like if I go back and listen to the first one, right. I'd be like, Ooh, Oh, you know, yeah. that's okay. Like you have to embrace the suckiness of the first one. You <laughs> or you can never get better. You can never get better. So I, my whole thing is, is that if you want something big, if you want, like something you've never done before, be prepared that you're going to fail along the way. And I always tell people get curious and not defeated, curious, not defeated when you can, and you can cry. It's okay. You can cry if something doesn't go the way you want, but you got to pick yourself back up. And then you got to say things like, what, hmm, what could I have changed there? What could have gone different? Where did I miss the boat here? Now you're curious, right? You're kind of like the scientist that's observing. And when you do that, you're, you're opening again, the realm of creative solution, 
when you do that and you're like, oh, I could have done this. Boom. Okay. We're doing that next time. Right. And that is how that works. You got it. You've got to be open to that. Yeah, absolutely. And when it comes to um, the influences, the good influences you had in your business or your life, who, which three persons would you say that were most influential in your business, in the pivots, in the changes in your lives for the positive? Well, it's so funny. I mean, the first one, actually, it starts with my dad. So that's where I feel like when we're, when we are parents, it's so important that we put our own oxygen mask on first. And we truly, you know, decide that, you know, we're going to live in our truth so that we can show that to our kids. And my dad really did that. He, um, he told me from the very beginning, like, look, you have a choice. You, you can't blame anyone or anything for anything in life, like your life, your choice, you don't like something, make a different choice. And yeah. he always told me that. And I think that I kind of got stuck there for a while in corporate because I kind of felt like a victim. I kind of felt like I didn't have choice, you know, and, and I was like, wait a minute. Yes, I do. And like, so he, he really was the first influence for me in just going after that life is short, that you must, you know, decide to take some big risks to get the big rewards. So it really started there. And then Interestingly enough, the next person um, that was such a huge influence on me was actually Jessica Heron. She is the CEO of Stella and Dot, which is a jewelry, skincare. It's an actual, it's a network marketing company, but it's like this beautiful company. She's amazing. Well, she wrote a book and it was, it's called Find Your Extraordinary. And I read that book on an airplane while in my corporate job, I was flying from New York to Dallas and I'm reading her book and it just hit me like she was my a two, couple years older than me. Same thing. Two kids. She had a couple of kids. She used to work for a company similar to the company that I was currently working at. And she made this big, bold move to like start her own thing. It was messy in the beginning. You know, she was making jewelry and someone like in her, in her like living room, everything messy. That to this amazing, amazing company that she has today. And what happened in that moment on that plane was I went, why not me? Mm, why, the not model, yeah. why not me? And it's like, I got the chills because literally I can still feel that moment on that plane. So that was an extraordinarily like, like what a pivot that moment was that was huge um and then the final person really has been my mentor um bob proctor i've chosen to really work very deeply with him because here's the thing all the business strategies in the world i always love to say this they all work yeah <laughs> all <laughs> marketing they, 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 but, but here's why all marketing strategies work all sales strategies work and all business models work how do we know this? Because it works for some people. Yeah. So what's the difference? It's the person. Mm -hmm. I always say it's the being doing the doing that's actually like the, the, the variable, not the thing itself, not the marketing strategy. Every social media platform works. Every, they all work. Yeah. All exactly. work. Yeah. So what does that mean? It means that if, again, we want something big and bold, we want to you don't have to, you don't have to start your own business to want this. You might want to reach a certain level in your company. You may want to, um, you know, start something on the side. You may want to like expand your business. It doesn't matter the inner work. It's so cliche to say, but 
we've kind of like mainstreamed it by saying mindset, we got to work on the mindset, but it's, it's really deeper. It's, we've got to work on who we are being because it's the being doing the doing that matters. So if that's the case, I mean, everyone spends so much money, so much time, so much effort. And what's the next strategy? What's the next social media platform? How do I better my brand? How do I do, what's my sales strategy? And should I do webinars in a funnel or should I do a live launch? Should I do it? Like, right. It's like non yeah, right? yeah. It's crazy. Everyone <laughs> spends all their time there. And every once in a while, like, oh, I should probably do some gratitude and like work on my mindset a little bit, but we've got that. So backwards, we should be really working on who we are being and who, yeah. are, who we are becoming and actually be that person now. Don't wait to become it, be it now, because that's what's going to make a difference in the strategy you choose, how you execute it, the success of it. And so working with Bob has brought that to an entirely new level because even all that success I just shared and I, you know, reading the book and starting the business, leaving corporate, all things, here's the funny thing. Yes. Still hit a ceiling of, of my own mind. <laughs> and you know, what's funny my business had pretty much gotten to about what I was earning in my corporate job. Yeah. And I stalled out mm. because I was, I didn't know like how to really be the million dollar CEO and growing. And that was a gap I, I needed to, I needed to become her and working with Bob is really what helped me to do that. So though that's really kind of from the very beginning to kind of, you know, the, the, just making that decision to now where it's really starting to create that massive growth. Amazing. So uh, every level has a ceiling, right? So every level, even a seven figure level, eight figure level, every level has a ceiling. So what would you say that people can do to uh, break through the ceiling? Should they take a week off and only work on their being? Or what is the thing that you would recommend for people? So I think you have to work on your being every single day. Yeah, seriously, I, and I and I really mean that, and I do it every day. I, I yeah, I, me too. <laughs> yeah. I, have, I have what I call study time in yeah. the morning. I get up at five a.m. before anyone else gets up, and that's what I focus on. I have a whole routine and thing that I do. Now, the purpose of it though is that I is really working on who I am being, and it's especially as a mom trying to get out of this physical plane of life, laundry, homework kids, blah, 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 all that stuff where we can get really trapped there. Right. So yeah. our being is that's why we wake daily. up at five or else you don't have the time to a hundred percent. And yeah. your, your mind is quiet then. Right. And you can really work on that inner work. So one to me, it's a daily thing. The other thing that you need to do is kind of what I was saying in, in, in that podcast, you just referred to create a to be list. Okay. You got to look at and you got to say objectively, okay, so whatever that next level is that you're trying to get to, you think about yourself having it. All right. So if I've got this seven figure business, how will I feel? I always say, start with feeling, right? Kind of start with how would I feel, right? How would I feel if I'm feeling calm and confident and, you know, excited for the next growth and I love managing my team and all this stuff starts to bubble up. Well, then I say, okay, if I'm, if that's how I'm feeling, who am I being? How am I being right? And you start to come up with all these adjectives, right? Now, here's the funny thing, right? You do this exercise. You then kind of take an assessment and you say, where am I not being that today? And when you're at, when you hit that seven figure mark and you're going beyond, you have, now you have certainty, you've got certainty 
you can do this. Like, it's like, it's funny how long it takes <laughs> yeah. to get there, but then you have certainty, have certainty now, right? Because if you're filled with doubt, worry, and fear, you're not going to get there. So you kind of start with this to be list, and then you just seriously develop your awareness of where you're, where you're not operating in that state of being. You know, you would be full of gratitude. You'd have all this gratitude. You'd be in the state of gratitude if you were here. Well, better be in it now. Yeah. You know? And so that's the, that's where the real work happens. All right. So you have uh, works up an amazing university, right? Ignite University. Can you tell a little bit more about that? Because yeah, absolutely. So because it goes back to what I just said. So our whole philosophy is any marketing strategy works and any sales strategy works. We like to teach the ones we believe are very simple because when you're first starting to create, I really help women create their first six figures um, to really get to that $10,000 a month mark. And we teach them what we believe is the most simple strategy, sales, marketing, delivery to get there, but that cannot be it. So what we do and what's very unique is not only do we have a business academy to teach you that simple sales and marketing, but then we have a pretty in-depth, cutting-edge mindset program that incorporates this daily study. And I coach as hard on that side of the house as I do on the sales and marketing, right? (laughs) And then the other component that we have to it is a mastermind. I don't work one-on-one with people. Here's why. I want people to be surrounded with people that are going through what they're going through because yeah. the, the pull of that, and I'm very proud of our community. Like our women are phenomenal. They lift each other up. They cheer each other on. And it's amazing. And because of that, we are an application only um, program because we want to really make sure we're the right fit for, for people they're the right fit for us and the right fit for our, our community of women, because we are so, so proud of that. So it's, it's a pretty incredible, robust program. It's a year long because I don't think anything happens like that. We must show up, we must do the work and we must give it the time that it takes to come to fruition. So it's, it's a pretty powerful program. It's exciting. That's amazing. So where do you see the next chapters? So can you, can you lift a little bit off the wheel? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So we, our next big goal is growing to an eight figure business. We want to be an eight figure business at $10 million mark. Um, I'm extending my team. Um, I have, you know, coaches that are also now on my team and which is incredible. So I'm very, very focused on um, developing our program further. I'm always making sure it's getting better and better. We're focused on building our team out um, even more. And the other big thing is things are opening up. They will, if they're slightly here and there, but they will eventually open back up. And I am really excited to take the show on the road, if you will, and and actually start to do in-person workshops, seminars, um, in cities around, you know, the globe to really help women. And I really see us going into, into that space as well. Yeah, I completely believe it. So it must be true. <laughs> must be true. It's on the path. So um, what is the one question that nobody ever asks you and you would love to answer? Oh my God. Well, it's so tied to what we've been talking about. So it's perfect. <laughs> like I have so many entrepreneur friends, people that like I'll be in a coaching group with and they're like, they watch my success, right? Or they watch my growth and maybe they haven't had it yet. And so they're always like, what are you doing? How did you do that? How did you do that? And I'm always like, wrong question. 
Who were you being and what were you thinking? That's the question. Who were you being? What were you thinking? Because what happens is, and I, I say that all the time, like I, I actually work with a lot of women that first start in network marketing or they're looking to build up network marketing as well. And they watch these people who have success. And I always say, go up to them after and do not ask them what they did. It doesn't matter what they did. Ask them, what were they thinking? Did they have a lot of faith? Were they certain? Did they have like fear and doubt? Like, right, because no one asked me that question. And I always have to like, make sure I'm sharing the answer because it's that important, but it's who did you need to become mm. to get where you are? Exactly. Not what did I do? That doesn't matter. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So um, where can people find out more about you? Yeah, I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, you like podcasts. So I would definitely <laughs> check out the podcast. It's Ignite Her Mind, um, which is great. You can go to, also go to our website, juliacerdi.com as well. You can get more information there on the different things that we do. That's amazing. So one last question is, you know, there is a mom sitting there somewhere or a, a woman or a man. It doesn't matter. So someone who is on the edge of making this decision and you are the only person that can talk to this person, what would your words be? What would your best advice be to get this person to make the decision? Okay. Follow your intuition. You have an inner voice that's, you already know. We fight what we already know. And the most successful people in the world make fast decisions. You already know. Follow that first intuitive hit, make a decision, and the next will get revealed. That's how it works. The next one will not be revealed if you don't make that first step. You already know make the decision, start taking action. Okay, so that was on fire. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Julie. I think you got a, a lot of value from these guys and I'm looking forward to seeing you next week where we level up again. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Vault. Respect for showing up and creating your next stage of life and business. If you like this episode, I invite you to dive deeper and stay. The S stands for subscribe and share. Make a screenshot right now and pay it forward and send this to five friends who can benefit from this value. The T stands for try and transform. Try the technique, at least until the next episode. The A stands for action. Action creates success. Don't stay a student when you have a code, you should try to open the vault. And finally, the Y stands for you. This is about the most valuable asset of the vault and life in general, the one and only authentic you. So if this was your code, please comment and help the vault grow. Hashtag unlocked, hashtag next level, hashtag dive deeper and see you next week to level up again.